The following content contains 50% more foolishness and fuckery. Get it now before the FDA finds out and shuts us down. Start the show. Telling you, man, uh, you know it, it, it's it's like that four loco. That's when you got to get in on it. No artificial ingredients. It's, it, it, uh-huh. we, it's bootleg. We're just making this shit in the tub. Shit. <laughs> Are we the four loco of podcasting? I think it'd be safe to say we're the four loco of podcasting. The original the four loco. The original four loco before they <laughs> fucked it up. Uh, the one niggas was uh, blacking out and waking up on the freeway and shit. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. And I threw my back out this morning doing yard work. I'm probably out four to six weeks. Damn. Don't get old, y'all. <laughs> Don't get old. This is some bullshit. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's episode 99. It is. Damn. We are almost in triple digits. We are almost in triple digits. More about that later, actually. Um, well, actually, you know, first of, first and foremost, congratulations, D. Randall. Thank you. Um, we're supposed to both do the congratulations. Oh, my bad. Congrats to you also, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we did it. So it was, it was a long road. It was a long, drunken road. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, looking at looking at the the triple digit era. Yes, sir. Not a lot of people can lay claim. Man. Um. So yeah. Um. How was your week? It was um. It was a week. It was seven days. Um, yeah. You know. Um, honestly, it was kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was just a lot of shit. A lot of shit, man. It's just like. I feel like the the rate that we're receiving information and bullshit at the same time on a daily basis is just accelerating. And it's it, a bombardment. And, and it just kind of blurs my days out. I agree. It's a bombardment. Um, I did make it through the second season of Umbrella Academy, in case anybody cares. Um, oh, man, I meant to get into that. I actually liked it better than the first season. So Everybody's t- saying it's pretty lit. Take that however you want to. I got to get into it. I, I, I really do. Um I didn't consume a whole lot of content this week. Um, I had a couple of interesting moments. So the power went out at my house mm. on my block. Mm. And I had to venture out uh, into the world because it was it's too damn hot to stay in the house. Right. Uh, when you don't have any air conditioning on. So I spent about an hour and change out in the world. I went back to Half Price. I went back to the bookstore. Okay. Um, went back well, to the Forbidden Land. Yeah. Another another location, mind you, of course. Uh, over on Montrose. Uh, saw some of the old faces. All socially distancing. It's weird when you see people that you, that you used to work with every day that you genuinely love. You can't reach out to hug them. 
Yeah, give people air high fives. Got to give people air high fives. I met one. I I met one of the some of the management that I've never met within the company before. It was weird, not handshaking. I was like, man, I don't know what the protocol is anymore. I see you, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. It was just being out in the world, even with mask, gloves. Not gloves, but even with masks and long sleeves. That's how that's how much I don't trust people. Yep. Um, it was nerve wracking. It was weird. It was nerve wracking. You're walking around with your hands in your pockets all the time, uh, like like Luther. <laughs> and uh, I would say it was it was weird. It was weird because you know, as a black person, you already always have a sense of awareness about you. Yep. What could be happening? Who's doing what? You always kind of have a weird sixth sense about it. White people don't have this sixth sense, and that scares the shit out of me. They don't have a reason to. No natural predators. And it, right, but like even during a pandemic, hmm? they don't look worried. No natural predators. Yeah, that's true. Yep, no natural predators. That's what right. happens when you, when you when you live your life without ever having to look behind your back for anything. Why be cautious about why be cautious about something invisible? Yep, to them. That's true. I got it. Yeah, you're right. You know, I spent an hour in the world. I'm not going back out for another five months. The The crazy part about being out there is that you pay more attention to how many things you actually touch when you're out yes. there. Yes. And that's kind of the crazy part. We touch a lot of shit. We do. And this it's amazing that it's taken us this long to get to a pandemic level with as much shit that we just carelessly touch. Um, I, I realize a lot of times, especially when I'm scratching through my mask, how often I do touch my face, and it, it's it's a terrible habit. I know. It's and I also still pay attention to the fact that some of y'all motherfuckers still don't wash your hands. I see. I'm gonna tell you where the bag is now. People are selling little pointer apparatus devices where they can open doors um, and push buttons on like on the on the ATMs and shit. This is where they're making the bag now. My job sent me one this week. That one. That's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. My job sent me one this week and I use that shit at the gas station. I was like <gasps> They have made an all-purpose stylus. <laughs> how did they how, how did Steve Jobs not come up with that one? But I also have something better than that though. Okay. I have gloves. Okay, that's fair too. I keep gloves in my car. Yeah, I had to take my dad to the. I had to take my dad for a doctor appointment, and even that was nerve wracking. Oh man, you know, um, you got you got to prove that you're not sick to get into the to hospital. Get into the <laughs> clinic, Bruh. <laughs> That's some crazy shit, man. We're in the sci-fi stages of this shit. We're in the real sci-fi novel stages of this shit, and we don't notice because we still have all the regular amenities. Mm. Um, it's crazy out here. Um. I guess we can start off with uh, flowers. We can give flowers to Needy Okafor. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, the, some of you will recognize that name because she is, uh, I, I feel like she's like, because she's, I don't even think she's 30 yet. Mm. So I consider her like Brat Pack. Like she's like the Brat Pack of these young creators. Yeah, I feel like a failure. <laughs> right? You know, Ryan Coogler is like newly 30. Barely. Barely 30. 
Um, but yeah, the kind of rat pack of these young creators. Uh, I never, I, I almost never have the ringtones on. Um, Nidhi Okafor just won a Hugo Award, which is like the Sci-Fi Grammys, mm-hmm. or the, it's like the it's like the Grammys of like sci-fi books. Yeah, sci-fi fantasy shit like that for uh, best graphic story for her uh, graphic novel LaGuardia um, which is yet another graphic novel that I have (laughs) that I have I have it somewhere and just have not gotten to it which sums up my entire library at home oh they call of duty man 10 years of I mean I'm I'm reading through them but I have like 10 years of books (laughs) and counting I just got a couple of new ones in damn uh, so my man cave is basically a library. Um, so, but yeah, shout out to her. N.K. Jemison also won a Hugo Award. Yep. Um, for a novel, for a novelette. A, for a novelette, that's true. They have novels, novellas, and novelettes. At some point, they're just gonna have like a page. Yeah, a page. Shit, I can do that. I'm telling you, I'm missing well, out. Well, no, on they got you. Uh, they got short story also, so yeah, they got that could you. be anything, right? They got you. Um, N.K. Jemison cleaned up. This is this is Needy Okafor's fifth award. Shit, this is her fifth time at the Hugo's. Um, she is definitely. I don't think she's talked about enough. I think she's going to be talked about more. Um, she's cleaning up in the uh, the graphic novel area. She also wrote. Um, that series for Shuri, the Black Panther's sister. Oh, that's where. I, okay, now I remember Marcy. I remember yeah, she, did the, she did the Shuri joint. Um, she's also um, she also has a, a a book that is being optioned by HBO mm. called Who Fears Death. Let's go. Um, it's going to be an HBO series. They've been developing it for about a, for like a year and some change now, I believe. Uh, I think I think I'm overdue for a reread. I have most of her work, um, but yeah, man, shout out to her. Um, wonderful, wonderful person to to follow online. Wonderful person um, that uh, I have a friend of a friend who is who has met her. I've heard no bad things about her. And shout out to you for not being afraid to admit that you read books. <laughs> oh man, I am addicted. Books, I some, I hate to say it. Books are like books for me are like shoes for some of my lady friends because they have shoes that they will just never wear i have books that i'm confident i'll probably never get to in my lifetime yeah and i I have no intention of giving them up either i feel you um the day i start giving up books is that's a that's a cold day um so yeah flowers to nidioka for uh hopefully this is the only the fifth in many more uh hugo awards uh, also, shouts out to N.K. Jemison. We definitely love her work on the comic book Far Sector. Mm-hmm. I am a fan. Um, humans ain't shit this week. Uh-oh. So the humans ain't shit section is dedicated, and it comes at an interesting time because I wrote this down. And I wanted to talk about it, and then Trump threw us a hail mary, <laughs> signed an executive order to keep the unemployment popping. Uh, definitely wrote. Definitely said I don't normally do this, but keep the party going. Uh, because in so many words, it's so, on so many he, levels. He technically doesn't have the power to do it, but but there are people, you know, and there are people that 
argue that there are some executive orders that Obama didn't have the power to do. Right. I don't think that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, he's, long story short in this case, he's actually trying to affect Congress's power to tax which is expressly written in the Constitution. Like there, there's ah. a, there's a whole there's a whole subtext there. Like he technically does not have the power to do it, but he's a nigga at the bar saying, "Yeah, rounds on everybody. Put it on his tab." Ooh. But you know we'll move past that because I know he technically it's a technically it's a it's a three hundred it's a three hundred dollar cash injection to uh, whatever your unemployment is. And he's expecting the state to go in on the other one hundred dollars. Okay, which is going to be interesting. That that could be right. That's going to be interesting because a lot of states are doing that bad off of this shit. Yeah. Um. So we'll see what happens. It's tough. You know, we really Just cut my check. We, we probably wouldn't be in a situation if he would have handled the whole pandemic shit better. There's no problem. From, from, we I wouldn't mean, be in the situation. I mean, if he had you know. handled the pandemic better or at all. Yeah. So let's keep that. Let's keep that a buck. Um. I will say this as far as the unemployment thing, and this is the heart of my humans ain't shit this week. Leave people the fuck alone about collecting unemployment. I am talking to you, people. You. People that, I don't know, you had a nest egg sitting around somewhere from some Bitcoin you lucked out on. You're sitting around, you, you have you people that have to go to work and you're salty at everybody but your, your employer for not paying you hazard pay. Leave people the fuck alone about collecting unemployment. Uh, this bullshit, well it's just an incentive to not go back to work. That's the idea. You know what's also an incentive to not go back to work? Uh, a potential employer telling you that we can't let people on site because we're shut down. You know what else is? You know what else is an incentive not to go to work? A virus. Correct. A pandemic. A pandemic virus. A pandemic that is unprecedented in the century. People are unemployed because they cannot go to work. Because they can't afford to bring COVID home. And everybody can't go fucking work for Amazon or the grocery store. Everybody's not lucky enough to get a job at home. And nobody... And, and you know, Uber... Well, I'll, I'll rail on Uber a little later. Like, why the fuck do we have these programs in place if y'all are going to bitch about people using it for the purpose that it's designed for? That's... And again, as a person who I've I've been I've been un, in the unfortunate unfortunate circumstance of having to claim unemployment before because I was laid off during the housing crisis when the bank that I worked for the piece of shit bank anyway blah 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 but you know through no circum through no fault of my own did, could not work I did not have a job I'm very grateful that this that this program that we pay for with our tax dollars is able to keep people from being evicted and starving to fucking death in the middle of the worst pandemic that any of us have seen in our lives ever so nobody what, alive has dealt with shit like this so what the fuck are y'all crying about like it, like imagine imagine losing your job because of a virus not being able to go to a job because of a virus 
And then motherfuckers like you telling them, oh, by the way, nah, you don't need to get this money. You need to go to work. Bitch, I can't go to work. That's why I'm getting this shit. See, I'm I'm, I'm not going to get amped up like I got last week. I apologize. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to my boy AA Ron. He he um he he spoke to me last week, and uh, he he realized he he said you're all right. He said I know what your trigger words are now. He said any mention of bootstraps and you get Marcus like, Black said the same shit. Yeah, I was like you know I'm sorry y'all. I just I'm just I'm just I'm just saying y'all. I've 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 been through that shit before. It is not fun. It is not. It is not a a badge of pride that people wear. Nobody's having a good time not living their life right, right. now. Right. And 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 when I was on unemployment, you know what I thought about every day? I don't have a fucking job. Every single fucking day. Every day. I didn't. You know. I didn't. And I'm sitting here. You know. I'm married. My wife has to get up and go to work every day. And I know. You know. This is going to sound very patriarchal, but shit. You know. I'm supposed to be the fucking man of the house. What the fuck do I look like? It makes you feel a way. You know, you know what I'm saying? And 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 so don't y'all making it sound like people are taking a paid vacation right now. That's not the fucking thing. Nobody's having fun except the dumbasses that are having fun and not staying in the fucking house. And you don't want to be one of them. Fuck them. All I'm saying is and, and the other thing about this is that, the, well, they're making more money staying at home than they would if they went to work. Why are you mad at somebody making a come up? What the fuck does it have to do with you? Capitalism is designed to keep the underclass where they're at. Why are you so mad at the underclass for a come up? They didn't ask for this. Nobody asked for a pandemic to happen any more than they asked you to go to work there are also a lot more people who are on unemployment that are not making more than they did before so and there are people who are still waiting on back unemployment bro from weeks and months ago so nobody's having a good time with this shit you know how many expenses just staying at home uh fixing shit around the house ordering out ordering out is expensive it is Instacart is kind of well. No, nah, uh, actually, Instacart's fine, and uh, that's fine. DoorDash is DoorDash, shit. Uber Eats, all expensive. All things you wouldn't normally have to do. I, you know, I've invested money into making my home life more comfortable, so that I can do I can do my work and my creative ventures from home. That costs money. People, you know, you don't know what somebody else has to pay for it at any given time of day. I I spend a lot of money keeping the air condition on, keeping the air condition working. The price of groceries has gone up across the board. And wages have not. So even if y'all try to come back at this, oh, y'all doing DoorDash, go to the, just go to the grocery store. That shit's going up too, man. All of it. The fuck y'all talking about? Nobody's having a good time. So just stop pocket watching people all the time. And mind your fucking business. This is not a permanent thing. At some point, everyone's going to have to go back to work and, 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 and get shitted on by their bosses on a daily basis. And, you know, Susan from fucking accounting is still going to fuck off and not do her work while you're doing twice the work of everybody else. You're going to go back to doing all that shit. But for right now, let people survive. Let people, let people live in a time where they have to federally suspend evictions so that people don't get kicked out of their homes because they can't 
fucking pay rent. Like, let's just... And let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a whole buck right now. Some of y'all... Some of y'all... Loved the way it was before. Yep. Some of y'all loved the way it was before because you got off on the fact... Not that... Not that where you were in life, how your job, um, your wages, your benefits gave you a a better way to live life some of y'all got off on the fact that it gave you a better way to live life than the next motherfucker yep and now you see the next motherfucker coming up or what you view as a come up and actually in a position to do more than they were able to before even if it's just a hundred a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars more than they did before mm-hmm and it puts them, and you see that that little amount can put somebody in a new pos- in a new position to do different things, where well, they're not subservient to your ass anymore. And now you salty. Now you salty. That's what capitalism does. That right there is the is the part I'm always railing on about capitalism is that it turns us against each other, so that we don't see the okie doke. When honestly. Multiple things can be true. Your company could be paying you hazard pay. The government could mandate corporations to pay you hazard pay. Yep. And they could also pay people on unemployment a little more because as it is, the average person on unemployment, the amount of money they make is a joke. Yeah. Both things could happen. The government and corporations just choose not to do so. But you mad with the next nigga for a come up that he had no say in. Right. That's what I'm saying. You mad at the wrong people. Exactly. You mad at the wrong motherfuckers. I get it. I get it. It's frustrating. We live in a frustrating time right now. But aim that gun at the people responsible. And it's not each other. Because we all a part of this underclass. And they're going to make sure we're all, we all stay a part of this underclass. That's what I'm fighting on Congress is about. Why they haven't come to an agreement. Mm-hmm. If we keeping it a buck, focus on that. And mind your fucking business and leave the next person alone. Because mm. at the end of the day, everybody's just getting up in the morning and doing what they what they got to do to get by. Mm. And I guarantee you, if they were in a, if they were in a position to see that everybody was doing well, I guarantee you they would be. But but that's not the case right now. And blame the people responsible. Blame this bullshit system. That five minutes ago, everybody was ready to burn the system down and saying we need to take another look at this shit. Now here, five minutes later, here, here y'all go back to fighting with each other. Grow up. Song of the week. Let's go. We're gonna get hip hop on these boys. Oh, let's get a little master ace. Oh, get a little master ace. Okay, didn't know you had it in you. One of my favorite joints. This is called Young Black Intelligent. Young Black Intelligent. Oh, oh yeah. man. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. This is a vibe. And this is going to be the vibe for the rest of the episode, for real. This is setting the tone. That's why I have the song of the week at the beginning of the episode to get the energy up. This is the vibe. This is the vibe for the summer. This is a vibe right now. Episode 99. Episode 99. Master Ace. Young Black Intelligent. We will be right back with more opinions while black. Let's 
Go. Young black intelligent. This is not a first, but it feels like a curse and it weighs like an elephant. Yeah. Heavy on my mind because I feel so irrelevant. Yeah. Heavy on my heart's like I'm smart for the hell of it. Yeah. Heavy on my soul as I stroll through the villa again. Yeah. Stranded on this island, feel like I'm Gilligan. Yeah. Friends got jail and then they got bail. Yeah. Stressed that I'm under, I just wonder where they kill again. Please understand that I'm living in the concrete. Jungle will I stumble as it crumble under my feet. In the building lobby, see my man Bobby. Puffing on the joint, that's the point when I me. Ask what's the weight on the books and my knapsack. He's so amused, I'm confused why he asked that. Then I understand the motive in the plan. He's trying to be the man while I stand getting laughed at. Dudes got jokes, but very little hopes. That's why they try to bring me down like a halfback. But I got balance. My mom's made a promise. If I get the grades, I'll be praised like Thomas. Clarence, but I don't know if law's in my future. Cops in the war and they'll sure try to shoot ya. All I want to do is get a B in geometry. Lose my virginity and live my life trauma free sit as i sit and count these clouds i shall hope my mom is proud of me why be i why be i why be me why be me if i fly if i fly they gonna see they gonna see i might die i might die but i'll be free but i'll be free so why be i why be i why be me Young black intelligent. 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 Young black. Penny for your thoughts, a nickel for your dreams, a dime for your goals, and a quarter in your jeans. Trying to make a dollar out of 41 cents. Caught up in the barbed wire, shorty on the fence. I could be a knife packing gun toting hooligan, but I can't decide, so I'm on my way to school again. On my way to duel again, me against the world. But all I can think about is me against the girl. Youthful exuberance, busting at the seams. Look at all the other kids cussing at the deans. Look at all the other kids cutting eighth period. But I'm on the team and my coach won't hear of it. He's well aware of it. I ain't getting pinched. Y'all dummies go ahead. I ain't getting benched. Whole lot of right, add a little bit of wrong. And everything you work for, gone. Gone. As I sit and count these clouds, I shall hope my mom is proud of me. Why be I? Why be I? Why be me? Why be me? If I fly, if I fly, they gon' see. They gon' see. I might die. I might die. But I'll be free. But I'll be free. So why be I? Why be I? Why be me? Why be me? Young black intelligent. 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 Young black. In this state of emergency and sense of urgency, just how young is young? Cause the youth be not youth for long. Now society might be afraid of you, but you continue to be you. We are you, so we feel you. For that those that see you, we salute you. Continue to find like minds, bruh. Design your inside. Concentration, desire, and dedication, inspiration, perspiration is the hard work. Doesn't guarantee anything. 
But without it, you don't stand a chance. Intelligence will save you and us too. Peace. As I sit and count these clouds, I shall hope my luck is proud of me. Young Black Intelligence. Y'all don't know about that Master Ace, though. That was Master Ace with Young Black Intelligence. Y'all don't know about that Master Ace. That's a fucking anthem right there. I forgive him on the Clarence Thomas line because I knew he just needed something to finish off the rhyme scheme with. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a different time. Yeah, just let it slide. Let it slide. It's fine. Um, if you like the song of the week, any of the music you hear on this podcast... We have a playlist. If you go on Spotify, if you are a Spotify listener, type in Opinions While Black Featured Music, and there it will be. We have a lot of good shit. It's, a, it's curated by myself. We have a lot of good shit. We have great shit from Summer Walker, Lucky Day, as you just heard, Master Ace. We got Drake on there. Um, we got a lot of sh- we got We got Nuck If You Buck on there. Oh, we, we sure did. We have music. From ill-mannered media's very own Radio Galaxy. Mm, let's go. Um, I love to this day. Field Trip is one of my is my favorite Radio <sighs> yes, Galaxy song. Yes. Um. So uh, definitely follow us there. We update every week. We try to keep y'all with some good music. Just put it on shuffle, and hear something you may have never heard before. It's that simple. It's a lot of shit on there too. It's man. a lot of shit. It's a nice playlist. That's what happens when you're when you're ninety nine episodes. Nine nine. Um, let's see what's going on this week. Oh man, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, with uh with a small consortium of uh other investors, bought the XFL. He bought a whole arena football league for fifteen million. A whole league. That's stupid cheap. Million. That's dumb cheap. He got a steal because they were filing. They were going to file for bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah, they um, you know, they had just played a couple games and then this shit hit. Yep, TV revenue gone. Yep, they they were they were definitely counting on all that advertising money. They were making a huge deal out of uh, out of being back and having and and ha- and being on uh, mainstream primetime television. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit and none of that happened. So they were definitely counting on that ad money. I guarantee, The Rock. Someone put a bug in his ear, I feel like. Someone put a bug in his ear that it's not going to happen overnight. We we all know that. But this pandemic shit is going to be over sooner than later. And when it is, with the rock behind it, yeah, there's going to be a rollout the likes of which you have never seen. Yeah. Advertisers will hand over foot be ready to hand the rock a check. He's gonna make all that money. Fifteen million. He's gonna make that That's money back nothing. on advertisers alone. That's nothing for him. Yeah, and uh, you know he and his business partner slash ex-wife Danny Garcia um, have built an impressive portfolio of media and other acquisitions. It is true. They, uh, you know, you, you cannot knock the hustle at all. Uh, he's he's pro- the executive producer on Ballers. Yeah. I think they got one more season yeah. in them. Uh, he if does, this ever blows he over, do, he doesn't need to act in it. But it's uh, you know, he does his thing. 
got his own uh, tequila. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I think he owns NBC's Titan Games. The Titan Games. Hell yeah. American uh, Gladiator starring The Rock. He produces every movie that he's in. <laughs> yes. He and, produces all the shows he's in. He produces yeah. ballers. And I think, you know, um, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the NFL fails as an experiment this fall, I think it'll be prime time for the XFL to step up. Uh, Absolutely. Presumably early next year. Or in the spring, whenever this theoretically is over. We definitely want to see football done right. We want to see football without all... I mean, I'm not going to say without all the politics, because some of those politics are moving are moving the needle on things. Mm-hmm. But I will say a lot of the negative politics associated with football, yeah. um, the problematic aspects. It, look, The Rock is not going to own a football league where the players are just running around rapey as fuck. I would hope. That's just that. That's not good for the Rock's brand. That's not good. That that's not a good look on him at all. True. He's not gonna have it. True. I guarantee it. Um. So um, definitely gonna keep following that. Very excited to see where that heads. Um. Okay, man. Let's go ahead and get the. Let's go ahead and talk about Jaguar, right, bro? Oh. Yeah, man. We. We didn't exactly when when Malik B from the Roots died. We didn't exactly touch on this because, again, w- when you when you do a weekly podcast, you look at things from a perspective of how much meat there is on the bone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about in a salacious way. I'm talking about what do we know about this thing? Right. Let this let this story develop, and that's what that's where I feel like sometimes new media fails. They don't let a story develop; they want to develop mm. with the story, yes. and they bombard you with a twenty four hour news cycle. Right? A thing can happen. We can we can put a pin in that thing. Note that that thing's over there, and say we'll be back to that. Yeah, we'll come back when we know more about it. We don't have to give it to you piecemeal. Exactly. That's how you get these little bullshit clickbait articles. That have like that that just spread their sentences their sentences out in spaces. <laughs> yeah. But that's really like a paragraph total. Yep. And then they go, "We'll tell you when we know more." That's you're you're playing. I understand you're playing to the advertising and you're playing to Google AdSense dollars, all that. Having said that, Jaguar Wright. Many of you don't know who Jaguar Wright is, mm-hmm. uh, rightfully so. She came. She was definitely at the one of those that was at the forefront. Of that whole mainstream revolution of neo soul. Yep. Uh, when a lot of those cats, Jill, uh, Erica, Roots, D'Angelo, Bilal, Bilal, um, you know that kind of it was it was almost like Native Tongues 2.0. Yeah. Um, when all that shit was coming into fruition. Um, now, granted, she did not make as much of a career out of it as the others did. She did have a good album. I enjoyed it. Um, but when, when Malik B died, um, it turned, you know, Malik, Malik was a good friend of hers Mm -hmm. and she got on Insta, she got on Instagram and got her shit off for like hours at a time. It was a lot. It was a whole lot. And it was a, it was one of those things, you know, when the funeral happens, everybody got that cousin. Everybody, that, everybody has that cousin that's extra mad about so and so dying. Now we're gonna take some time out for remarks. Now remember, we got a lot of people here, <laughs> so please, please try to keep your remarks 
brief, yeah. brief and concise. Five minutes or less, y'all. We, the 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 repast. We we you know we got fish plates out here after. Um, the Urshas are gonna show y'all where the fish plates are. <laughs> but please, when you pay your respect, try to keep it at two. two actually, we are gonna do two minutes. Let's do two minutes. Amen. Or amen. less, y'all. Okay. So we are gonna do that, right? Amen. 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 All right. Let's let's uh. Who's voice? Hoping nobody has shit to say for real. Notice how I got more Creole as the, exactly. the statement went on. <laughs> and then Sister Wright gets up there. <laughs> and, and she was getting her shit off about a lot of shit. She had a lot of shit to say about the Neo Soul, kind of the, the pillars of the Neo Soul community in general. Um uh Quest Love is an asshole. This is all according to her. Quest Love's an asshole. I think she referred to him as asexual. Wonder how his wife feels about that. Um, uh, referred to him as an asshole. Said that uh, uh, Erica Badu—stuff we already know—that Erica Badu's a bird. Um, Jill Scott, that uh, Jill Scott loves penis and loved penis quite a bit back in the day. Gasp! Apparently, I, I want to get this right. She says a lot of the Roots crew uh, smashed on that. Um, all of these are things that kind of we already kind of had an idea of that we didn't really need the deets on, but one thing has come to has has surfaced that she is accused common of sexual assault, or at the very least sexual harassment, and said that common has harassed mad chicks over the years. Definitely said that he harassed her after a show. Uh, and tried to try to get it in. Tried to get tried to get it in when she was trying to sleep. Um, okay, guys, I'm just gonna say it. Common is one of my favorite rappers ever. He's in my top five. I know he's not the he's not the best lyricist as opposed to Black Thought or whoever. He's just I like his music. Having said that, I believe it. Common, for all his good intentions in his music, is a nigga. If you've ever heard an interview with Common, you know that he is a better rapper than he is a talker. Common is a nigga from Chicago. I'm also, flat out. I'm also judging this by Terminator Genesis. <laughs> no, it was Salvation. Salvation? Yeah, it was you're right. Either with, uh, 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 Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I'm more judging by smoking aces. I'm I'm more judging him by know, any acting this role. Black that, man. <laughs> any acting role that he's had that requires speaking, which is why he was phenomenal in John Wick too. Because <laughs> it just required him to stare hard. One word sentences. Yeah. Um. I look. I believe it. I believe Common is. You know why? I'm gonna tell you why I believe it. I'm gonna tell you why. As somebody that that spent a lot of his his youth in the poetry and neo soul community here in Houston, we all it, all my poetry people who listen to this, we all know a Common. Talks a good game on stage. It's all about getting his shit wet when he gets off stage. We all know a common. 
if you are in the music business, if you if you are in the live music business, you too know a common. We all know a common. We all know a common. Uh, I just typed the name of one right here. <laughs> Do Randall and I know a common? <laughs> um. This is so when you think of it in those terms, this is not that unbelievable. Because I'm not, and again, I have my reservations about Jaguar Wright and all, and these little rants. Um, there are a few things I question in general. I don't question the integrity of a sexual assault a, uh, accusation because yes, it is guilty until proven innocent. But I feel like the accuser deserves that same courtesy. So in that spirit i am willing to give her the benefit of the doubt and not just dismiss her outright yeah um and i feel like this isn't the end of the jaguar right saga it's not i mean there's there's a lot there's a lot that she said that um you know i'm i'm prone to believe that but a lot of it a lot of it is possible um is all of it completely salacious no we're, no. we're talking about a group of musicians who spent 200 days on the road um each year so there's and a got lot big relatively young yeah and there's a, there's a lot there's a lot that happens um many of them were unmarried for most of that time um and obviously when you know when you leave some if you leave a situation on less than favorable terms you're going to have a viewpoint of it that may differ from the other people um and in no way am I am I going to discount or discredit her story at all. Um, I I just want to say that none of this would surprise me if if proven true. Agreed, agreed. And also goes to show that the the neo soul people or the people that are perceived these days as woke. Mm. Look, y'all. I mean, because they had, because they they were they were given that stigma. They were giving it to them. They, they 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 didn't ask for it. They were it was given to them. If a nigga has a kufi on, run, run. He ain't shit. These these niggas that try to convince y'all, yeah, I'm talking about these influencers too. They trying to get they trying to get the ass like everybody else. These influencers that call themselves woke are just as are capable of being just as ridiculous yep. and saying goofy shit and doing goofy shit as everybody else. Probably worse. And I've and I've seen quite a few of your favorite influencers saying and doing goofy shit um, in response to a lot of these issues this in the past like at least month. Um, I'm not gonna say any names, <laughs> folks. Um, so Bless moving you. on. Yeah, thank you. Uh, moving on. Uh, Captain Marvel Two is gonna be directed by Nia DaCosta. Yes, yes, yes. Nia DaCosta, who is directing, who directed Candyman. Candyman, which is coming eventually. It's I coming guess. eventually. You know, <laughs> you know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, he, he, it's a movie we don't about know a, what movies are doing now. A movie about a dude that coughs up bees, which I feel like at this point is a COVID allegory. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens, but. Uh, she's definitely slated to direct Captain Marvel 2, which means that at some point I'm probably going to end up having to watch Captain Marvel 1. <laughs> if you want to. Did I get the gist of Captain Marvel from uh, um, Endgame? Uh, yeah. Of her as a, as a character, basically? Basically. Okay. Uh, you know. right, fair enough. 
Um, not afraid to punch Thanos in the face. Got you. Not afraid to. Um, um, that's still an epic. That's that's some epic shit. Everybody was just everybody was just scared of Thanos like he was the fucking boogeyman. Captain Marvel showed up from space out of nowhere she and like, just gave him hands. She's like, oh, you Debo? All right, hold on. It took the whole Power Stone to put her out. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, uh, let's see, what else? Oh, I, this is not written down, but um, the Fred Hampton movie. Ah, Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, Powerful trailer, by the way. That shit looked lit. Shout out to Charles Antoinette. She is a costume designer. Hey, what up? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. We do know her. Got to support her. Um, she was a costume designer and something else I can't think of. A bunch of stuff. Um, but uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, incredible trailer. Yeah. Let Daniel Kaluuya. This, he's going for it. He, is, he wants that trophy. Y'all he letting the Brits it. take all our jobs. He wants that fucking Oscar. And you know, it's funny. I just got through seeing him. You know, I watched the Sicario movies for the first time. And he was in Sicario. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one, underrated performance from him. Underrated performance from a lot of people. Because let me tell you something. I keep for, saying Charles Antoinette. Her name is Antoinette Charles. Uh, I'm calling her by her IG handle. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Um, let me just tell you. Sicario... Why are we not talking about Benicio Del Toro in the same breath as Keanu and John Wick and Liam Neeson and Taken? Because he was goddamn terrifying. That was... That movie is some terrifying shit. Because he... Well, because he played second billing in the first one. Yeah. Because Emily Blunt was... Emily Blunt. That's a terrifying character. And Josh Brolin was terrifying too. In his own way. Yeah, because it's it goes to show how fucked up we are on immigration and how far we're willing to go to create a narrative. But uh, anyway, um, uh, we had we also uh, Judas and the Black Messiah looks amazing. Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Mm-hmm. That's really all I needed to hear at first. Ryan Coogler is uh, producing. Jesse Plemons, aka Meth Damon. Hey, <laughs> well, I heard is a really nice guy in real life. <laughs> Um, Ryan Coogler putting that putting that Black Panther money to good use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is why again, this is why we were excited about um, Black Panther because we knew he was going to put this money to good use. She also did. Charlize also Antoinette also did See You Yesterday, which okay. featured some designs by FWMJ in there. I still have to watch that. I see she did Raising Dion. High Fidelity. High Fidelity. Oh, I gotta watch that too. Um. Man, oh, she did some shit that I'm actually interested in. She's done some shit, shit. You know, damn. What I'm and she did Future, Future Man. Future Man, hey, yeah, she got some shit. You know what I'm saying? She gotta watch a bunch of this shit. You know what I'm saying? She had it, you know. Robot Frank, a robot and Frank. I gotta watch that too. Let me get this budget. <laughs> um, let me get this budget. So yeah, we will definitely uh, support for our friend. Um, so let me just tell you. The only reservation I have about Judas and the Black Messiah... Well, no. Well, actually, we talked that out. Because I was wondering, I was, they were like, it's going to be in theaters. Um, but it's not going to be in theaters till 2021. Yeah, yeah. They, they're trying to get us hyped up while we're still out marching. Man, they're trying to revitalize the movie theater industry. Everybody's yeah. moving off of these dates. I think it, it was a game changer when Tenet yeah. 
because everybody was mad hype about Tenet. And there were just wall-to-wall ads for it right up until, like, three weeks before it was supposed to come out. Yeah, I mean, they, they thought Tenet was going to bring people back to the theaters and, and shit. I mean, in all fairness, it was the only movie that was still like, yeah, we fuck it, we still going to be out here. Exactly. Until we're not. Um, Psych! I, honestly, Black Widow is still playing the, is still playing chicken. November. They still playing them games. They, they still try, They still think this is going to happen. They're holding off to November. We'll see. Um, so we'll see what happens. I again, I am very excited about Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, Daniel Kaluuya wants this Oscar bad. Oh, he's gonna get one before it's all said and done. He's gonna get one. I think he's the best young black actor of our generation. I he definitely is not getting enough. I mean, he's in. He's getting. A, he's getting enough work. I don't think he's getting enough credit. Um. So there's that. What else we got? We got some black ass Emmy nominations. Let's go. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, oh, this H- is... I know the HBO show's cleaned up. Yeah, HBO alone is, um, is cleaning I up. I know Watchmen on its own got like twenty six nominations. Yep, Ballers got one for stunt coordination. Hey, <laughs> Black Lady Sketch Show for outstanding variety sketch series. Let's go. And Angela Bassett along with that for guest actress. Yes, motherfucker. Oh, she did kill that shit. Zendaya got one for a nomination for Euphoria, for Euphoria which obviously. Euphoria is lit. I I only watched half the season. I gotta finish that shit. Euphoria was fucking lit. Insecure got one. Also, uh, Issa Rae and Yvonne Orji each hey. one. Uh, Did Yvonne Orji get the, get a comedy special uh, nod? Not, I, I don't and I think so. that was on Netflix. Oh no, was it? No, on it, was HBO? On HBO. it was on HBO. You're right. I don't know. No, I didn't see one. I don't one. think she did. Uh yeah, so she did, she did pretty good for her first time out. Though. Yeah, Watchmen got a shit ton, and, and my boy Yaya. Man, you saw? Did you see the reaction video when he got it and he knocked? I the did ca- not. I did not. Dude, it was it was genuine like excitement, like oh shit, knocked the camera down and everything. Yaya has been has been set up. He's he's set up to where he's gonna pop off real big. Mm-hmm. Uh, one you know once people get back to really filming and casting. Um, once projects get back on their feet, yep. Um, I think he's set up to to really carry his career to the next level. He is. Um, so I'm I'm really excited for him. Tandy Newton and Jeffrey Wright both got nominated for Westworld. Yes. I. You know what? I suspect in my head that Westworld is one of these shows that somebody wrote out in their original casting in their head to be black as fuck. I've I've always felt like this since The Matrix. Because the Matrix, with Will Smith in it, I feel like that was... I feel like just him as being the central character and what the central character meant to that story, mm-hmm. the Matrix was really supposed to be the greatest Afrofuturism story of all time. True. I really feel like that. It's, and think about the first movie. All them, all them brown, black and brown faces. Marcus Chong was in that bitch. Can I... Okay. I do have one gripe. Yeah. And this came to my attention this week. This is off script. Yeah. The Wachowski, the Wachowski, Wachowski. Yeah. Sisters. Sisters. um, Commented this week that. And and y'all let me let me get to my full statement. Okay. Before you come for me, y'all. Because I don't know about this. Yeah. The Wachowskis this week stated that the Matrix was an allegory. to being trans so right there off of that statement i have a question it 
They yeah. stole it. So, so how do they know? So that and, and, and thank you, <laughs> thank you. That was my first. My first reaction was not only did they steal it, they, they didn't even it. write the shit. No. How the fuck you gonna take somebody else's shit that you stole and say what it was meant to be and got sued for and lost? And lost. How you gonna tell us that what you directed that you did not write and you stole was what about the something you stole from's intention was right. And it was absolutely not. I mean, and it, it just just so you're clear on what we're talking about, they stole this from a black woman. Stole it from a black woman. And they and, were men when they were directed when they directed it. They both have gone under undergone gender reassignments. Surgery. They gone they've transitioned to women now. Yeah. And my thing is like don't don't like first of all, y'all didn't say this shit back in nineteen ninety nine. Agreed also. So once now, once you've gone, I'm sorry. I'm, no, 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 no. I, I it's I valid. I just want to make it. I just want to make it clear to the listener that we are not disputing. We're this is not meant to be transphobic or anti-trans in any way at all. No, no, no. I am just questioning a white person going stepping out and speaking on the intention of a story that was written. By a black woman that they stole from. That they stole. From. I want to hear it from the. Black I want to hear from her. If it's trans, if it's a trans narrative, then fine. Yeah. But I want to hear that from that black woman. And that's and that's and and that's what I was getting to when I said my full statement. Like, it was something that they stole. How the fuck are you going to speak for what his intention was? That was a hard point. man. Was that straight? Yeah. I did that. I did that. <laughs> I did that. Okay. I mean, if you want to... Here, man, let me give you something to mix. <laughs> take, take that and that. Cause... Oh, no, I'm not going to clear. I'm not going... Okay, I'm not switching to clear. Okay, all right. That's, that's dangerous. Well, that, thank I, you. Thank I, you. I, I am out of... Uh, I am out of mixer. That's fine. That's fine. So it's, it's all right. You'll be going straight. Okay, that's fine. Um, Let's be careful. So... <laughs> he about to get reckless, y'all. We have to talk about... There are some holes in this house. There's some holes in this house. There's some holes in there's, this house. I mean, hopefully, in the era of social distancing. Shit, we're the only two here. So There's holes in every house right now. We're all households right in this now. house. There's some holes in this house. And we're all households right now. We've all been, we've all been house people turned hoe. Or, you know, the, the hoe come out in us. Thanks to one Cardi B and one Megan Thee Stallion. Houston stand up, hit them with the air horns, bah, 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 bah. Um, and their collaboration, WAP, better known as Wet Ass Pussy. Wet and gushy. Wet and gushy, <laughs> wet ass pussy. Um, this was a life-affirming song and video. <laughs> Um, the song is pretty cool. The video is life affirming. It was crazy. I didn't. I didn't. I think I went a whole day before I realized what the video was, and I just saw people hashtagging WAP. This was the first thing I saw at seven o'clock in the morning. Damn on Friday. Damn son. I woke up and it, it it was already being posted. Of course, Danny posted it. You know, of Danny, course, yeah. Yeah. right, right. Yeah. And. So I turned on, I, I went to see if there was a video accompanying it, because you have to have the whole rollout now. Yeah. And of course there was. And 
Let me just tell you. I I felt like I had been got I, someone got me pregnant. I feel like Cardi B <laughs> and Megan Thee Stallion tag teamed me at seven o'clock in the morning and got me pregnant. I really hope it's Megan's baby. Damn. Um, let me just tell you. This video is gorgeous. First of all, the video, the video overall was just gorgeous. It just aside from the TNA. Second, fuck Cameron for that for that bullshit. If Megan Thee Stallion were secretly a man, then I was sexually attracted to a man on Friday morning at seven a.m. This video was amazing. I, I I do have, and I'm I'm trying to be less of a hater in my life. Sure, sure, um, sure. I saw a Jenner in there somewhere. Was that necessary? No. Okay. No, but who cares? Sorry. Let's focus on the podcast. I didn't even know. I, again, I don't even know what the. Fu- I didn't know what the fuck Kylie Jenner looked like until that video. This video has been watched. And I still don't care. Fifty-two million times in two days. It's about to get watched fifty-two million more when I get home. I, uh, y'all, uh, you know, it starts off with two rotating squatting statues shooting water out of their titties. And you know from right there what's about to happen. And there's water coming out of the uh, of of the front door down the steps. Shout out to Colin Tilly who directed this just for the fact of being able to direct this. As far as I'm concerned, they deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. If ever, I've never seen more people agreeing on wet ass pussy before than I did this weekend. Have people ever disagreed on it? Yes. We'll get to that later, okay. but yes. Um, just the amount of time Megan and Cardi spent feeling on each other in this video justified all three minutes to me. Alone. <laughs> And that's without the lyrics. Let me tell you something. It's not the most graphic shit I've ever heard in a song. But coming from these two, dressed like this, and this is the and, and for the most part, this is the way they will be remembered along with this song in the collective consciousness. It's that much more raunchy. Snakes everywhere and shit. But the crazy part is most of their other shit, respectively, is is just as raunchy, if not more, much more raunchy content wise. I guess just seeing all this together, just uh, just I don't know, threw people for a loop. I I don't know. I don't know what I think it's all this sexiness together. And let's not leave out the fact that Normani was in this video. Yeah. Normani was in this video holding it down. H-Town. Dropping it like a Houston woman knows how to. Houston women are just... Mm, mm, Houston women... Houston black women are just wonderful. Better than yours. Better than yours. And let me tell you, the other, the other best part of this video is Cardi and Megan both in these particularly racy little outfits doing the splits across two chairs. Yeah. I think that's when you got pregnant. That's ex- absolutely when I got pregnant. I'm pretty sure it's Megan's baby. I'm, I, I'm, I, I just, I'm gonna hold to that. Megan Stallion got me pregnant. Um, 
you all are invited to the shower. Yep, in that shot right there in the uh, black and white room. My Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, she. Yeah, she. She from. She. She from Mo City. Yeah, that's a Mo City. <laughs> that is a. Those. That is a Mo City ass. You can see it from all angles. Bird's eye view, ground up. You can see an ass from any angle. All right. Ever. We got. We got to get back on topic. I, I shouldn't have been playing a video while we're. Let talking. me tell you something. Church happened. <laughs> There's some hoes in this house. I say. There's some holes. There's some holes in this, in this house. house. And, <clears throat> and some of y'all in here need not be afraid. Because some of y'all is right with them. I said some of y'all is right with them. Some of y'all have paid tuition <laughs> for some wet ass pussy. Some of y'all <laughs> got up at three in the morning. I said three in the morning to switch positions. Switch positions. Because of some wet ass pussy. Wet ass pussy. What the fuck? Left work early. Put the keys in the ignition to get to some wet ass pussy. Lost all sense and intuition over some wet ass pussy. Wet ass. Amen. 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 Doors of the church are now open. There, is there one? There's several. Shout out to Normani for holding it down this little outfit. Uh, Suki Hana was in this bitch. Um, um, uh, at least. One other influencer that I don't know that I don't know of who apparently people hate was in this. Um, I'm ready for the remixes. Shit, it's only been a couple days for this one, man. We I'm ain't... ready for the remixes. I'm ready for all the. I'm ready for all these little, all these little nasty. I'm ready for the City Girls remix. You know, Foxy Brown's mad as shit. As shit. You know who should have been in this video? Jordan Woods. Well, she had other things to do. Yes, she did. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. For the other you who don't know, Jordan Woods was uh, on Twitter trending last night because uh, apparently a lot of people found out what I have known for a long time now that um, Jordan Woods is thicker than gumbo, is thicker than the Sunday paper. Mm. Is thicker the racism in the homo is homophobia in the black community. I think your exact caption to me was Tristan did that shit. Tristan did that <laughs> shit. If there was opportunity, <laughs> he did it or he tried. Or he tried. Chloe needs to do and in, in which case that needs to be the one the hall pass gets used on. Chloe just needs to forgive that shit and get over and get it over with. Because she shared a, a short video of her getting a massage. Oh, my God. And just face down, ass out. And let me tell you, ain't no roll in that dough. <laughs> y'all can talk about how, how y'all think she paid for it or whatever. Fuck that. 
man can't make it like that. Mm. You know, <laughs> there's a God on high. <laughs> you have me on low. <laughs> you know, he can put it in the magazines, but he can't make it like that. Um, Look so at this. Shout out to Jordan Woods. So fine. So, so fine. Um, let's see, do I have anything else? Uh, no, we'll be back. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Opinions While Black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. And he's drinking straight, y'all. Pour up. Straight out this motherfucker. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. Certainly. And uh, we're, we're, we're drunk. I'm drinking straight at this point. And I'm comfortable with that. Hey, y'all, I had to give him a bottle of water because I'm a little concerned at this point. <laughs> I, just, I just won't pour it as heavy as I did just, that just, time. That was a heavy it's ass just a, It's just a, a precaution at this point. Woo. There we go. Woo. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. Oh, Ooh, that just opened up my sinuses. <laughs> Damn. This is rocket fuel. <laughs> it is time for white people must be stopped. Skirt, 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 skirt. All right, man. So, um, Amber Geiger has filed for an appeal. For those of you who don't remember who Amber Geiger is, she's a white woman cop who walked in someone else's apartment thinking it was hers and shot a man sitting down watching TV. Botham Jean uh, sat down, said she was on the complete wrong floor and went to the right apartment on the wrong floor. Mm-hmm. Thought Botham Jean was breaking into the house even though he was just sitting there eating ice cream. And she shot him in cold blood. And she was found guilty and now she's filing an appeal. She says it was a completely reasonable self-defense. Okay, y'all. This is why I can never be a defense lawyer for someone that I know is fucking guilty. You couldn't have a moral vacuum. Yeah, because yeah, because here's here's the basis of the appeal. So remember, she went into his apartment and killed him because she went to the wrong place, entered his home. So their appeal unlawfully. So their appeal is stating that. Although she intentionally and knowingly caused his death, she had the, the right to act in a deadly force since her belief was that deadly force was necessary and reasonable under the circumstances. Um, they, they're saying that <laughs> even though she went to the wrong apartment and fucked with the wrong one, that because of his reaction to her coming into his spot in the wrong spot, that they may, that may qualify as self-defense. Although she had a taser and pepper spray and the gun that was used to kill him in his own apartment, she simply missed the clues that she went into the wrong apartment. And when he jumped up like, what the fuck are you doing in my shit? Got shot. Yeah, and as she reacted reasonably based on his reaction to her. Only a white woman, only a white woman 
would dare file an appeal based on not what happened, but what she believed. What she believed, even though she was wrong. Now, here's the thing, y'all. She's not going to get off on this shit. No. And if she does, they're going to rename Dallas. Because that city will not be recognizable after that. They're going to burn Dallas down to the They're going to burn that floor. shit to the ground. I mean, I mean fine. For, but fuck Dallas, first of all. I mean, burn it down anyway. But still, this is this is going to be the reason. That is some audacious shit. Only a white woman. They Only were, a white woman. You know, they were just like, hey, is there anything you can do to get me off? And they're like, I mean, shit. I mean, technically, technically, you were defending yourself. Uh, now, I mean, you were in the wrong place, the wrong time. And you and there was nothing, and the man didn't have anything in his hand to right. for you to defend him for, for you to defend yourself from. Unless you're afraid of ice cream, but I mean, we could probably say that. We shit. could try that shit. I mean, fuck it, go. Let's do that. You think it'll work? You think it'll work? I don't know. I'm just look. It's your. I, it's I, my billable hours. So you know I'm what I'm saying? Fuck. I mean, you. I mean, you could. Try I'll try it. the shit. Fuck it. I'm getting paid anyway. I don't really want to put my name on it, but I mean, um, did. Your retainer go through? Okay. I'll bet we can do whatever the fuck I mean, you want. fuck it. Why not? Cool. Shit. That. Stretch this out as long as you shit. want to. Shit. You ready? You ready, to go? you ready for court? I'll get this shit set up. Oh, bet. Yeah, let's go. Um, This is goofy. This is maximum goofy. And let me just go on a side rant real fast. Um, This is not necessarily white people must be stopped, although that dude was technically white, uh, or at least white passing. It is in a moment of protecting black women. So I had to order an Uber for my mother mm. who was running errands. Wasn't even running errands far. This is like an $8 Uber. Alan, a man named Alan, a white passing man named Alan picks her up. Her and my sister. Supposedly, my sister slammed his door too hard. He gets upset. My mother humbly apologizes, which she is known to do, humbly apologizes to this man um, in, in, in honor of my sister. The man yells at her and berates them. He then stops at a random gas station between here and the store and kicks them out of his car and leaves them there at a random gas station. Do you know how dangerous that is for black women? Just left somewhere? And they don't, and again, I ordered this Uber. My mother doesn't have her phone. She went to get a new phone. My mother didn't have a phone activated at the moment. She doesn't know if she ha- he doesn't know if she has any way to get in contact with me so I can find her and get her home. Only by the grace of God does my cousin who's who's who happened to be passing through that store, that same gas station, looking for rolling papers or some shit. <laughs> see them there. And let me just tell you. In the name of protecting black women, Alan if you know Alan, the Uber driver in the red truck, I just want you to tell him two words for me. 
if he hasn't already been fired, because I have reported him out the ass, and they have humbly they have sent me several emails apologizing and giving me some Uber cash. Um, if he's not fired and you know him, I want you to tell him two words for me. Tell him Oz said on site. This is not for ratings. This is not a matter of the on site. If I ever see Alan in the red truck with that stupid ass cap. I will accept the ride. And once we get to where we going and he doesn't know who I am. I will rain down on Alan like the holy fucking ghost. And give him one star. And give you one star with no tip. Fuck you, Alan. Don't ever leave a black woman in the middle of fucking nowhere. What the fuck is the problem with you? That's your mama and your sister too, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? With a whole bunch of with a with a with a whole bunch of bags of groceries in the hand. My thing is if 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 she did slam the door, why are you still driving off though? Like, and why did you wait that long? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why are you waiting? You that wait. Th- you waited that long and drove them somewhere to drop them off. No one's ever slammed your door in in the history of you driving Uber. Let me look at your rating. You four point seven five star motherfucker. That's a that's actually a trash rating. To be honest with you, my mother is a four. My mother is a no less than a four point nine five rider. I am a four point nine. You see what I am? Not if you don't know your Uber rating, know your Uber rating, and flex about that shit too. How the fuck you let a four? I I dare you. I defy you. To have tried to give her a trash rating. Ooh, I'm a 4.71. Oh, word? Damn. I ain't really... Hold up, man. Just, you don't just be riding like that. You I, like, like when really, you out of town. I really don't, man. What the fuck, y'all? And I be giving y'all... I give y'all, like, good tips, man. Man, I tell you, these Uber people be bugging. Because I, I don't feel like I... I feel like I deserve better than 4.9. No, I feel like I gotta, I gotta go back and see. All this to say, man. Protect black women. Protect black women. It's not hard. You can just do simple shit like not leave them in the middle of fucking nowhere. Protect black women, bro. I wonder if- what in what part what entered your mind in this social political climate that that was a good idea. You see what we're going through right now. You see what happens when nobody's watching. And you just leave somebody somewhere. What the fuck, bro? That's that's somebody's mother. That's my mother. That's my sister. You better you better hope you get fired. Cause if this is your normal area of operation, and I get in your vehicle, or I see somebody getting in your vehicle, I will warn them about you. If I get in your vehicle, I will ride the whole ride. When you unlock the door and say, have a nice day. That's when the two piece will come. And that's when I will remind you of what you did. Who you did it to. 
and whose family you put in jeopardy. And if you haven't already gotten fired, I guarantee you will never want to drive Uber the fuck again. Get fired or quit now while you can. Because I will find you, Alan. Does that mean I have one star? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you were being great on the curb, bro. Like, bro, I, I overtip in this bitch. Now, do I talk to niggas when I'm riding with them? Hell no. No. I don't do this shit either. Hell no. I got a four point. Like, for real, that, that that's one star, right? I got a 4.71 and one star? Or is that, no, 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 that no, 4.71 no, no. stars? That's just 4.71 stars. Okay. Y'all can tell I don't. But see, that's why I fuck with Lyft anyway. Fuck Uber. Lyft is, I was, Lyft is pretty good. I, I, I feel like Lyft is a little more expensive, but I guess it's worth it. Lyft was sending me discounts. See that? Look at 50% Lyft, off on Lyft your next three rides. Lyft discount all the time. Shit, that's why I fuck with them. We might be. You know what? And My actually, whole family's switching over. Fuck it. And actually, I got uh, yeah, I got a little thing for them. Whatever. Um, yeah. Do they, I do I they, get a Lyft rating? They hand out I'm discounts. a 5.0 in Lyft. Fuck Uber. Hey, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Shit. <laughs> Send your racist story. Fuck Alan. Po ass. <laughs> fuck Alan. Tell Alan, tell Alan suck my dick. Shit. No, fuck that. I'll tell him. I'll tell him when I find him, when I get in the car with him. Uh, send your racist stories. Know your credit score, your STI status, your COVID status, and your Lyft score. Flex about that shit. Fuck put Uber. That shit, put that shit in your Twitter bio. Shit. Send your racist stories. Your racist real-life encounters, along with your listener letters, questions for myself and D. Randall, or any of our guests, please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Or you can go on opinionswildblack.com, where you can find ways to get in touch with us on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can buy merch. Send us your lift scores, too. Send us your lift scores, bro. Post your lift scores on Twitter, man. We're going to get that jumping off. Post your lift scores on social media. Post your Lyft and Uber scores. We're going to see what's up. Now my Uber score kind of weak, so I ain't doing okay, that one. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Just, you know, whatever your ride share is, post that shit. Post your score, man. Let's bond. We'll be right back with your listener letters and the top three STFUs. You're listening to Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Pour up. We are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And I, I'm sure y'all can tell now I'm just drinking straight brown mm, liquor. It's scary, too. Putting a dent in that bottle. Uh, oh, thank you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for your listener letters. Let's go. Uh, y'all doing pretty good with these listener letters. Y'all actually want us... Y'all, y'all actually asked us for substantial shit. Yeah, yeah. Knowing we drinking in the middle Knowing of the day. Knowing that we are drinking on the Lord's Day. Um, Chris Nicole asked, asked us, um, blah, 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 <clears throat> Trump's executive order for the bailout. God damn. Do you think people are going to change their mind and vote for him because he's, quote, saved the day? Uh, we, we know he really didn't, and I think Republicans threw him a bone, but will people who don't follow politics understand? Um... With any other president, 
with any other politician, this would be valid. This is one of those times where I feel like whoever, whoever people are voting for, they're voting for. They've period. already decided. If they're going to vote for Trump, they're going to vote for Trump. They can have the election now. The results wouldn't be different from November. November it, it's going to be the same. Everyone's already decided. It, it's just a, a wait now to see how they're going to fuck up the post office and mail in ballots. And that's the thing. He's trying everything he can to buy people's votes whenever. Because he's already tried to put off the election. Um, he's he's now in the process of trying to buy the votes. If he has his way, we would be getting more stimulus checks outside of whatever the second one is going to be. Um, he's trying everything in his power. It doesn't matter. He has blown this pandemic in a way um, that is irreversible he has blown this pandemic in a way that people are not going to forget no matter how much money you put in their pocket um that has lasting effects that's going to have lasting effects at least for the next couple of years um so no i don't think this is going to save him and i don't if somebody's going to vote for trump it wasn't going to be on hinging on what he does with unemployment right did you have anything there? No, just, just. I mean, fuck him. First of all, I mean, yeah, but first yeah, and foremost. I mean, just to just to emphasize the point that, that whoever people's votes are decided right now. Nothing, Facts. nothing is going to change Facts. between now and November. Nothing, um, except people who say they're going to vote for Kanye are going to realize how fucking stupid they are. How ridiculous that shit sounds. They have yet to figure it out, but they will very Y'all soon. Out of line. Um, Felicia Queen Phoenix Johnson. Uh, asked us it's black chemist week I just want you to give a shout out to my dope ass astronomical cousin Ashley Lindalia <clears throat> I took the liberty of looking at her Facebook she is she is dead ass she's a black chemist she's an astronomer she's an astrochemist damn a planetary scientist she works for NASA apparently god damn um, again I feel like an underachiever just looking at her uh, just looking at her Facebook this shit is her life. Let's see. Is interning at NASA Goddard as an undergraduate research associate in astrobiology. Scientific has been has been spotlighted in Scientific American magazine. Shit, I thought I was big shit for taking apart a VCR and putting it back together. <laughs> <laughs> the black Damn. woman is God, y'all. Black woman is God. Why didn't we put Damn, why would why didn't we give her flowers at the beginning of the show? <laughs> shit. Because um, we gave him to another black woman. Well, that's true too. Um, yeah, she she even highlights here that. Um, oh no, this was back in May, the the ninety ninth anniversary of uh, the bombing of Black Wall Street. Oh. Uh, so she knows her shit. Uh, so yeah, shout out to you, Ashley. Congratulations on all your success. Shout out to scientists. Shout out to chemists. Um, you know, for for all the. And I thought about this a couple of weeks ago, or whenever it was that that your boy brought like all the fake doctors mm-hmm. to talk about COVID. Yeah, which I need to realize is that we really, you know, shout out to doctors first of all, legitimate doctors for doing what they do. I don't let think let we, me say that. No, no, that's valid because I don't think we give people in those black people in those fields enough credit because we're you know of course the entertainment people and other people like that sports or whatever are yeah. sensationalized right but scientists chemists biochemists virologists 
Those are the people whose opinions I trust when it comes to talking about COVID. 100%. A doctor is very good at what they do, and doctors are good at prescribing fixes or, or, or applying fixes based on information provided to them by scientists and people who actually do the research. So I wasn't impressed by the press conference with these doctors saying, you know, you guys should do this and that, and, th and this is how the virus behaves. It's the actual scientists that do the research right. to, to give us this information to go by. Again, scientists, chemists, biochemists, virologists, astrochemists. Everybody that's ever walked on the moon, everybody that's ever um, lived in space on a space station for any amount of time, anybody that's ever sent any of these little erector sets to Mars, there was a scientist on the ground facilitating that. Yes, there's a scientist behind all those people we consider heroes for setting foot on the moon or whatever. Um, there's a scientist behind that. So uh, respect to scientists, respect to black science. Yes. Um, respect to black chemists, anybody in those STEM fields. Yep. Um, that do not get nearly enough respect. Shout no, I can't even shout Neil deGrasse Tyson because didn't he turn out to be a, a uh, kind of rapey? I don't know. He 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 fell back on that. Yeah, man. You I know, heard a lot from him. Look, y'all, everything is made of chemistry. <laughs> everything is made of chemistry. <laughs> That's I the name that. of this episode. Everything is made of chemistry. So sciencing wild black. So shout out to science. Stem wild black. Damn. Um, that's a shirt. That's a shirt. That's a, that could be a shirt. Stem wild black. For the kids. Um, so Anthony Dustos. Oh, shout out. To, uh, in, uh, 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 we can almost consider him a platinum member of Team Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we, we about the Patreon the game now? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anthony asked us, what's the plan for episode 100? That's a good idea. That's actually a good question. Um. Okay. Episode 100, we talked about... So, me, me and Randall had a little talk about this. We, I know we said some months ago that if the COVID era did not blow over, um, that we would postpone episode 100 and just keep going and just skip from 99 to episode 101. That is correct. Um... So we had a talk. We we had a we we followed up recently, and obviously we now I said that with the idea that things would be getting better around August or September. All evidence points to the fact that that's not going to happen. Um, we're going to be in this shit for some time, probably the rest of the year, especially if you're in Texas. Having said that. Um, we made a we made a hard decision. We said fuck it. Yeah. We are gonna we are gonna keep postponing episode one hundred. Yep. Until we can give episode one hundred the support that the, the, the love and attention and effort that it deserves. We need to be doing a live show yep. with people in the room. Yes. Even if we have to socially distance y'all. Yep. A live episode, people in the room, drinks, foolishness and fuckery, debauchery. Yeah. Even if we got to wait till episode 150 to do it, we, episode 100 ain't coming out until we do that shit right. 
So this is just more emphasis, more incentive for y'all to stay the fuck home. Flatten the curve so we can do this shit right. And we can gather and celebrate life and happiness and foolishness and fuckery and us as a, as a unit. Team Oz is a fucking nation. And Team Oz needs to celebrate as a fucking nation. God damn it. So we're going we're gonna to hold it off till we do it right. So next episode. Now, please still tweet us, congratulate us on doing 100 podcasts. Yeah. But we're going to hold off the official celebration until we can do this shit right. That's right. So we will still accept y'all's applause for doing 100 episodes. But we're going to do this and we're going to do it right. So we're not going to do it yet. Um, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned to your social media. Tell uh, your friends to stay the fuck at home. Tell your friends to stay the fuck at home so you can get out and have a good time with Ozzy D. Randall, your favorite working class ambassadors of foolishness and fuckery. Um, thank you for that. Uh, Ryan Gabriel asked... Since so many people um, are up in arms that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion wasn't rapping about economic independence, mm. talk about the disturbing level of misogyny and abuse that swirls around a, so, a so-called conscious rapper. <laughs> and will their peers have enough guts to say anything about it? Jesse Reyes' song Gatekeepers uh, being used as evidence against producer detail. Speaking of Talib Kweli, <laughs> did y'all know that Talib Kweli has been banned from Twitter? He got suspended, and now he has been banned. He's no longer welcome on Twitter. He's he is he has joined the likes of David Dukes. Damn. <laughs> People are who they are, regardless of the message that they put out there. Um, it, it should be no surprise to anyone that the most conscious, the most consciously minded person that you come across, your favorite artist, is still is still probably a dirtbag at their core. Absolutely, it it is it is what it is. Um, it's why you don't meet your heroes. All your heroes ain't shit. If you love something, never find out how it's made. Never find out how it's made unless it's Sade, and I'm willing to risk that. Agreed. Um, I, and I've said this before, and this is why I don't take the hip hop heads seriously. I just call them musical hoteps. Yeah, they're just basically musical hoteps. Yeah. Here's my problem with the hip hop heads. The heads, they're so worried about all the fuckery that goes on in current hip hop. That's why they never see the fuckery going on in their own generations. Right, coming. Russell had to flee the country because mm. that nigga was rapey. There's at least one or two documentaries about how rapey that nigga is. Um, African Bombada been fucking little boys for years, and it's the worst kept secret in hip hop. Yep. Um, these allegations about Common. Um, and it never really stops coming because you know, and you know, KRS One caping for African Bombada. Yep. All these people are, are humans with flaws and are not above reproach. So um, I'm, I'm never surprised when allegations come up. Uh, I'm never surprised when they're proven right. 
because they have to presumably wipe their ass just like everybody else when they shit. So the person that you hold in the highest regard should not surprise you when they eventually let you down. Facts. These are not saints. <laughs> they are they are humans who are flawed just like the rest of us. And they... that's why I don't take any of these any of the complaints about current hip hop seriously. Yeah. Because there is so much fuckery that goes on um in house with the old schools. So much. Um and until you have something until you have something uh of substance to say about that shit, shut the fuck up, really. Um there's there's no need for you to even contribute to the conversation when your own house isn't in order. Mm. And everything from your era wasn't all golden. Mm. You know, y'all have to everything at the freak nick wasn't sunshine and rainbows. Um as a person who went to Freak Nick, you're absolutely correct, sir. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Get your own era in order. Everything that happened at two live crew events wasn't on the up and up. At the Kappa Beach Party. Kappa, oh my God. Kappa Beach Party. Yeah, I, I'm just old enough to uh, be under the wire. Remember that shit. Uh, that'll, yeah, all that shit, that's your era, nigga. Get your house in order. I see some of you niggas on social media acting too good. We were all at the same pajama parties together. I saw you acting a fucking fool too. So don't act brand new. Sex sells. Sex is always sold. And you know it because your ass is a loyal customer too. Mm. Don't act brand new. Bars. You was listening to Rump Shaker. You was listening to Freaks of the Industry. Hey, you hey. was listening to Band in the USA. You was listening to motherfucking uh, Doing It. You was listening to Not Tonight. You were listening to Bust Down, Nasty Bitch. Bust Down, Nasty Bitch. You was, uh, whatever era you come from, you had your shit. And your favorite rapper was talking about that fuck shit too. And if he wasn't talking about it, he was doing it. Jay-Z got whole albums talking about that shit. Don't act brand new. And y'all are mad at two women talking about their pussies. Nas didn't, Nas didn't get uh, Uchi Wally from nowhere. Mm. Yeah, y'all got a whole Uchi Wally. Don't get me wrong. Uchi Wally's still jam. But y'all got to hold that. Y'all got a whole You Owe Me Like 40 Acres to Blacks. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So don't. So don't act like your shit don't stink. Um, and I did not know Detail had so many cases out against him. Um, Detail is a producer who's produced for at least Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, he is out here. He got a, he got a couple of rape cases on his file, apparently. Yeah, he got a couple of restraining orders against him, too. So. Ooh, 15 sex assault charges. Damn, dude. Jesus Christ. Damn, dude. You know who else got fucked up? Takeoff. The quietest Migo. Hey, man. Damn, hey. man. It's it's wild out here. So, yeah. Get your own house in order. Uh, you know, follow up with Common before you start talking about... Mm. Uh, before you start talking about Takeoff. Um, let's see. We had one more... We had one more listener letter via Twitter. Um... There's always at least one via Twitter. And, of course, I don't have Twitter ready because I'm drinking. 
God damn it. Man, drinking straight. Ooh. Damn. It's uh, like half the bottle gone. It's that kind of Sunday, man. Um, what's the worst question well-meaning white people keep asking? This is from Tales to Enrage. <laughs> um, for me, um, it's why, why can't I say the N-word? That's a good one. For me, it's why, is every, why do y'all have to make everything racial? Why we do you have to race bait? We don't. <laughs> but everything is racial. The fact that we refer to ourselves as black it, it, within a social construct is a is based on race. It's a social construct based around race. Let me tell you something. And it's worse on, on like social media from people that don't live in the States, from white people that don't live in the States that think this shit only happens in America. No, it's happening where you live too. You just don't know enough black people where you live. Yeah. You know, I had, I had a discussion at work or somewhere earlier this week. It probably wasn't at work, so I don't talk about shit like this at work. I had a discussion earlier this week about the use of the word African American and asked if I was if I refer to myself as black or African American or you know how I refer to myself, and you know, I. I the, the honest answer to that is I just refer to myself as black just to not get into a bunch of discussions about shit. Um, and if, if people refer to me as African-American, I respond. But here's the thing, y'all. I want y'all to, I want y'all to think about this. There, a lot of us in America are hyphenated Americans. African-American, Chinese-American, Mexican-American, um, whatever you want to call it, American. What what do you call a white person in America? I think, I think they just call them white wherever they are. Caucasian. They just call them Americans. Yeah. So I I I, I do. They t- do. They just call them Americans by default. Yeah. I just take exception to the fact that you know we have to be hyphenated Americans, and and white people don't have to do the same thing. Like they don't they don't have to refer to themselves as as blank American. White people are considered the default in pretty much every social right. construct in which they have to be compared to other races. They're considered the default. In the, in the constructs that they create. Yeah. Now, when, when other countries look at us, like when we used to travel to Europe for tours and shit like that, they just referred to us as Americans. All of us. We were a multi-ethnic crew rolling together, and they just referred to all of us as Americans. Yeah. Um, there's no... When you go to Canada, there's no African-Canadian Exactly. If you go to Mexico, there's not an African Mexican. Um, we just got this whole fucked up construct that's created, and I, and, I, and I went completely off topic, and I apologize. But yeah, but when you ask about why does it always come down to race, it's because it's literally ingrained. It's always about race. in the full social construct of our culture. And when you, if it's not about race for you, it's because you're the default where you are. Mm. And I'm talking to white people. It's because white people are considered the default. So of course they don't see they don't see those things because they don't have those things constantly conditioned and assigned to them all the time. Yep. They don't have to think about what it means to be white in America. They do now. They definitely do now. <laughs> um, definitely giving them something to think about. That's why a lot of them are having trouble with it. Yep. It this is how it feels when you have to think about what you are. Facts, and when somebody's reminding you of what you are, because yes. what you are is harming someone else. Um, 
or you're told what you are is harming something else. Yes. We're always told we're dangerous and we're not. Um, thank you, everyone, for your listener letters. Send all your questions, concerns. Um, send, your, uh, send your financial questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randall will definitely answer those. Yeah, I was scared. Um, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. And also... Um, Go to opinionswhileblack.com. You can get merch from us. Mm-hmm. And you can get in touch with us um, through Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. I want to say a quick thing about merch before we do the uh, uh, top three. Um, first of all, thank you everyone who's been buying the merch. Thank you. It's been a phenomenal week. Y'all showed up. Merch day, Man, merch day is always a good day. Um, so, the new merch that's coming uh, this Friday. Uh-huh. Something special we want you to do with it. So, it's 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 our wild black T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Now, when it, there's a blank instead of opinions, there's a blank in front of the wild black. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a graphic up on social media going forward. But get a pen or like a sharpie or sharpie, and you can write anything you want there. If you're a computer program, you can write programming while black. If you're a teacher, you can write teaching while black. We, I came up with this idea because I wanted a shirt that encompassed everything that we are. Yes. But everything that we are is so broad and we are everything. So I leave it in your hands. There will be a blank spot where you can write a blank spot where you can write whatever you want yep. and you will be that wild black whilst black um, and those shirts will be coming Friday 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 the 15th 14th 14th Friday the 14th that's payday for some of y'all that's payday for some of you um, you'll be getting those shirts and as you are getting your shirts that you have already ordered do us a favor. Either post them on social media or send them to us. Or, or post pictures and send them to us. That is a bug. Zap them. Um, or send them to us and we will post them on our social media. We're going we're, we're gonna to put these front and center so people understand that you are definitely loyal members of the brand that uh take your positions on team oz mm-hmm. and team opinions while black seriously some of you should be getting your titty shirts this week the titty wink, shirts wink. are coming wink wink you've ordered and the titty shirts are coming and it's never too late to order a titty shirt the titty shirts are out y'all really showed up and like these titty <laughs> shirts a couple of y'all bought one for a friend i really appreciate it um post your titty shirts post your opinions while black shirts tag us we will post those on social media. We well, love you guys. Post for your it. masks. Post your mask. I think, yeah. uh, I think Candace, Candace, got yeah, Candace got a mask. Post your mask. Post your mask. On your face. On your face. While black. Social distancing, PPE, while black. Um, with that said, it is time for the top three STFUs. Ooh. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Uh, we have a couple of runners up. Um, in the runner-up position is the Cardi and Meg haters. Mm. Find something to do, y'all. There's a lot more going on right now that y'all could be upset about than two women 
talking about their vaginas. And here's what fucks me up. Especially the ones that always want to say, well, I hope y'all keep the same energy for Rhapsody that you do for Megan and Cardi. Well, guess what? You could be doing the same thing, too. Absolutely. All that energy you're putting into hating Megan and Cardi and shaming people for listening to it and telling people how fed up you are with stripper rap and porn rap, your ass could be using that same energy to post about Rhapsody. As a matter of fact, for all the people that want that go up so hard for Rhapsody, I've never heard any of them post their favorite lyrics from Rhapsody. Nope. I've never heard them post their favorite song from Rhapsody. I've never heard them sing a Rhapsody song. Yep. It's almost as if Rhapsody is just a scapegoat, uh, is just a scapegoat for you to turn different uh, female artists of color against each other. Y'all don't get this been out of shape when dudes talk about women's vaginas. You don't. You don't get this been out of shape when dudes talk about their own penises, which they do on almost every song. So why are y'all upset about two women talking about their own vaginas? Mm. That y'all will never fuck. Right. I bet if they were talking about them in front of you, you would not have that same energy. No, you would not. Megan the Stout. You'd be pregnant just like us. You would. You would. And let me tell you on a side note about you motherfuckers that have gotten on this have gotten on this high horse about Megan calling herself a stallion. Shut the fuck up. Y'all know good and goddamn well st- stallion is a colloquialism that has been used in the black community for decades now. We have slang. We have slang. It's a thing. It's not new. Y'all know ratchet is a tool. That hasn't stopped y'all from using that as a as a colloquialism for um, unsavory and loud, outspoken and or ghetto or hood. Just admit that y'all hate black women. Just admit. Just do it. That you hate sexually independent black women. And then it'll be on site. But other than that, just fuck you in general. Make your shit known. Fuck you. And mind your business. If you're so tired of stripper rap and porn rap, stop fucking listening to it. We have too much internet access for y'all to be tired of anything. Because you don't have to listen to it. I'm never going to be tired of country music because I don't listen to fucking country music. And I'm not put in a position to listen to country music ever. I just, it's, it's silly. It's goofy. It is. Grow up. Grow up. Uh, uh, curate your Pandora better. And shut the fuck up. My Spotify doesn't play anything that I don't want to hear. Ever. Ever. What are we doing that y'all aren't doing? Grow up. Another runner-up is Zoe Saldana. Um, oh, man. She's really sorry about um, that Nina Simone thing. that the, Her that playing was, Nina Simone years ago. Like years ago. No one cares. No one cares. She's still talking about this shit? She's the only one still talking about this shit. We don't care... We didn't care. We barely talk about you when you're in the Marvel movies, and we like those. Um, just stay quiet and stay getting your bag. We we liked you that way. Everybody else, uh, Michael B. Jordan's really good. Michael B. Jordan can stay quiet and get his bag. Playing a dead character. Playing a dead character. Two dead characters actually, because yeah. he was Oscar Grant. <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. Um. This nigga chills, minds his fucking business, and does the minimum amount and gets paid for it. Y'all, 
follow that follow that lead. Um, number three is Nick Cannon. Motherfucker, man. Nick Cannon endorses Kanye running for uh, president. And that's really all you need to know. Again, not shocking. Not shocking. It's all you need to know. And it's really all the reason you need to never take the Kanye conversation seriously. Or the Nick Cannon conversation. Or the Nick Cannon conversation. Any Nick Cannon conversation seriously. Fuck Nick Cannon. Honestly. Fuck Nick Cannon. Fuck Cannon's class. All that shit. This nigga's the most untalented motherfucker in black Hollywood ever. This is the most un- he's the most successful, untalented motherfucker I've ever seen in my entire life. Next to Bow Wow. Next to Bow Wow. Well, no, no, no. Nick Cannon, I submit that Nick Cannon is twice as untalented as Bow Wow. Three times, in fact. Because Nick Cannon is untalented in so many things. That's also true. He's, un- he's an untalented, he's an unfunny comedian. Mm. He's, he's a horrible actor. And he's an even worse rapper. And now, he's a deplorable thought leader. He's worse at that than he's ever been at the other three things. Nick Cannon has has evolved from a trifecta of suck to a quadra something of suck. (laughs) Nick Cannon can suck my whole dick with no condiments. Damn. Shut the fuck up. Stop listening to Nick Cannon, and he will go away. He's like the class clown. Who the fuck certified Nick Cannon to be a fucking thought leader? Cannon's class. I, I would imagine Shit. that he did that himself. Of course he did. He a dick, Nick Cannon. He a black-owned dick, Nick Cannon. Number two is Joe Biden. Well, I suppose with things leading up to the election he has to speak more he, he's got to ramp it up again you know he's got to get it spicy again and so he has he said that unlike the African American community the Latin community is so diverse we can just take that one quote one this is where he's fucking up as if black people don't have as if the boat didn't drop Africans off at so many other places as if there aren't Afro-Latinas as if there aren't Afro-Caribbean he's never been to Haiti or Dominican Republic or Trinidad and Tobago or any of those any island (laughs) any island in the Caribbean my god Joe Biden is Uh. I can't even say he's not sober. He's not awake. Or he is, and that's twice as terrifying. I just... Why can't he just give, like, one-word answers? Ever. Just... Uh, help us help you, Joe. God damn it, man. And I'm going to tell you who's worse than Joe Biden right now. The anti-Joe Biden people that want to guilt everybody that knows goddamn well they're just going to show up and vote for this motherfucker because he's not Trump, just like everybody else. I can't believe y'all have written a black check, a blank check for Joe Biden to say whatever he wants. I can't believe y'all are going to vote for him no matter what he says. Yes, we are. Tell me who you're going to vote for. They can never tell you who they're going to vote for. Tell me who you're going to vote for. 
we we should it's not just about an election we should be focusing on organizing on the lower levels on the street and local level guess which election is coming next though we still got to do something about this election and none of the none of the options that people seem to keep coming up with when you ask them if they have a better idea none of them have anything to do with what we're going to do about the current sitting president not a single one we can acknowledge that joe biden is a horrible choice without rewarding trump for four more years because of it because anything you do is just rewarding trump and we've already seen trump should not be allowed to carry on after he's gotten so many people killed during this pandemic that's unacceptable and if you're willing to accept that just so you can act woke and hate Joe Biden, then fuck you. Honestly, seriously, I don't understand how this works. What else do you want people to do about this election? What else do you want? What do you expect from people right now? Where are we at? Where are we at in the in the in statistics right now, uh, D. Randall? U.S. over five million infected, hundred and sixty-five thousand deaths. That's th- th- you're comfortable with that? You're comfortable with hundred and sixty thousand more deaths? Five million people. That is, that's the number of people in the greater Houston area. If everybody in Houston got sick, that's how many people have coronavirus, have coronavirus cases in the U.S. Are you comfortable with that? Do you hate Biden enough that you're comfortable with that carrying on? Because I'm going to be honest with you. It's not even about the candidate anymore. The people behind the candidate, I feel like, have more sense and are going to be allowed to do their jobs more so than the Trump administration right now. I believe that. Sorry, I believe that. And what you're doing right now, guilting people about their vote, is not helping. And it's not going to do anything but give us four more years, and then you're going to have to find somebody else to blame. Because we did the same shit with Hillary Clinton, and look where it got us. I know, I was on that train too. I hate Hillary Clinton. I still did what I had to fucking do. So y'all can, so you y'all and Joe Biden, as much as you hate him, y'all can sit together in number in the number two shut the fuck up position and hold that L together. Um and the number one and the number one person that can shut the fuck up, we had to bring him we had to bring him back from retirement. We had to un we had to put take his jersey down. Oh, don't say it. Don't say it. Ladies and gentlemen. God damn it. The incomparably and the incomparably stupid Donald Joseph Trump. God damn it! Donald Joseph Trump had an Axios interview. We talked about this last week. Yeah. Didn't have an interview. Um, I am amazed that Jonathan Swan's head has not exploded. That man's facial expressions were everything. The facial expressions were amazing. The two best facial expressions this week, all week, were Jonathan Swan and Cammy from Catfish. I, 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 by the way, I have to take my. I have to take it back. Zoom catfish was kind of lit. Zoom catfish was lit. Okay. If for nothing else, Cammy's facial expressions while she's listening to these dumbass catfish, 
uh, and just getting drunk on wine the whole episode. Amazing. Damn. Amazing. Um, Jonathan Swan also had the best um, facial features, facial expressions that I have ever seen on a journalist um, in such a serious interview. Well, no, I can't even call it a serious interview. It was kind of a joke. He was serious. He was serious. And scary enough, Donald Trump was serious. Um, I actually have a, I actually have a few high points in the episode. Um, let's go to this one. Cause everything Donald Trump said was either hilarious or terrifying or both. Um, let's go ahead. I don't know how the sound's going to do on this one. So let's just try that out. Hold on. Let me go back to that one. Okay. Greater than we are. Right now, right now, Spain is having a big spike. There are tremendous problems in the world. You look at Moscow, look at what's going on with Moscow, look at Brazil, look at these countries, what's going on. This was sent to us by China, one way or the other, and we're never going to forget it. Believe me, we're never going to forget it. Right there. This was sent to us by China, and we're never going to forget it. Okay. That is terrifying. Considering all the bullshit he's gone through with North Korea, back and forth, now you want to smoke with China? That's horrifying. They're going to whoop his ass. They're going to beat the fuck out of him. That's why we got to get him out of office, so everybody that he's talked all this shit about can go ahead and just claim that shit. We're never going to forget it. That's fighting words. That's the equivalent of me telling Alan the Uber driver on site. They go whip his ass. They gonna get him. That's why we gotta get him the fuck out of here. So we so we are not associated with that shit. Um, what was the other terrifying thing? He said a few terrifying things. I just want to get off real quick, just so you understand how fucking important it is to get this man the fuck out of here. Uh, let's skip to. Thirty-one thirty. He said a lot of batshit crazy shit, and I can't get to all of it, but. So much for African Americans. But but there are Americans. There are Americans out in the streets asking for change. Mr. President, have you ever met with a Black Lives Matter activist to hear them out, to hear their arguments? Well, Black Lives Matter started off to me very badly because it was... Did you ever meet pigs in a bed, Pigs in a blanket, burn them like bacon. That was my first... The first time I ever okay. heard of Black That was three, four years ago. Right. Pigs, meaning policemen. Pigs is what they're referring to. In a blanket, fry them like bacon. I thought it was, and so I, I got off to a bad start. I got off to a very bad start. Did you meet with, so the, did you meet with the Black Lives Matter activists? I would, but I think right now when they paint, Why when they paint the sign, nobody's asked for a meeting, right? I've never been, nobody's ever asked me for a meeting. Let me tell you. No, you've never met with them because nobody's ever asked for a meeting. Bigger. You are the president. Bigger. You get to meet with whoever the fuck you want to meet with. 
Do you think Barack Obama sat around going, nobody's ever asked for a meeting with, all, with any of the number of people that he had to sit down and talk to on a daily basis? My he wanted to talk to these people, and they went and found him, and they sat down and fucking talked to him. My father would say, that boy lying. <laughs> that boy lying. Bro, you the president. Literally, your job is to go, hey, man, let me talk to you. Exactly. <laughs> let me holler at you real quick. You're the grown-up. That's the problem. You're the grown-up. It's The onus is on, when you're in charge, the onus is on you to go to the people that you hopefully want to vote for you, not that we are, and figure out what the problem is and conduct yourself accordingly. Trash. Here's another here's another Black Lives Matter moment that scares the shit out of me. This administration, Jonathan, under my administration, African Americans were doing better than they had ever done in the history of this country. So I did a lot. Job numbers, all of the money. They had money. They were getting great. Their their percentage was was up. Their housing ownership was up. What per- their percentage was up? Their percentage was up. Man. What percentage? Like if you don't, you sound like a dude that forgot the report was due this morning, and the teacher said, "Go ahead and present." <laughs> yes, I would like to. I would like to say that. Um, uh, I mean, if you look at it, the percentage is up. What what percentage, sir? The nigger percentage. The the I mean, black people. Black, yeah, the blacks for bla- the blacks. Black for blacks, the percentage is up. The niggers are at an all time high. What are you talking about? It, I mean. Pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. They, yeah, they. I love. I love his little genius. His little genius. dot com breakdown of the pigs in a blanket statement. <laughs> what the fuck? Boy's trash, man. <laughs> and here's the last one that doesn't really scare me, but I think it's maybe just the worst thing you could ever say. Uh, to or about a human. To or about a human being in context to uh, the late great John Lewis. John Lewis is lying in state in the U.S. Capitol. How do you think history will remember John Lewis? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know John Lewis. Uh, he chose not to come to my uh, uh, inauguration. Uh, he chose... Uh, I, I don't... Uh, I never met John Lewis, actually. I don't If y'all are confused, Donald Trump basically said, I have nothing good to say about John Lewis... Because he did not come to my inauguration. In all fairness, based on the photos we saw from that day, a lot <laughs> of people did. did not make it to your inauguration. <laughs> this is how this is how petty and ridiculous the man is that we're dealing with. This is why it's important for you motherfuckers to get out there and vote, no matter what the super woke have to say about it. The super woke will convince you that it doesn't matter, and we all should just stay home, and everything's gonna be and everything's gonna be better if we just organize on the state and local level. You gotta you gotta work on all the levels. You have to work on all the levels. You can't just say the presidential election doesn't matter. We have to focus on one thing, um, because that affects the state and local le- as we as we've seen. Yep. That's why. All those people on the state and local level back a candidate. Correct. Because the people in their because their constituency backs a candidate. So you have to think about the whole pie and not just a piece of it that sounds good to you. 
because you want to fake being a fucking community organizer. This is important shit. Donald Trump has bungled this the likes of which I've never seen before. Um, well, actually, I've seen something like it. I had a, well, never mind. I had a manager back at the bookstore who bungled mm. shit daily. But yeah, I would imagine this is on a much, much on a much higher level. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Donald Trump, shut the fuck up. This is the problem. And 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 Axios, stop talking to him. Yeah, y'all need to treat him like Vlad. Stop talking to him. Just like we stop talking to Vlad. If that was a bigger thing, I would say we should do a T-shirt for it. But nah. Stop talking. Stop talking to Donald Trump. We there's nothing there. There's no. There's nothing gained, and we can't learn anything new from talking to him anymore, other than new depths of him not giving a fuck. Yeah. Stop talking to Donald Trump. Stop talking to Vlad. Stop talking to Candace Owens. Stop talking to Donald Trump. So there's a whole ring of shut the fuck up where it's not really them. They're going to keep talking no matter what we do. And we just need to shut the fuck up talking to them. D. Randall, have we done a podcast? We have most certainly done 99 podcasts. 99 podcasts in the bag, in the can. Team Oz... I don't flex. I don't. I try not to flex on ratings or numbers or whatever too much. We we celebrate here. I don't really take that out into the world too much. Having said that, thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. Y'all have shown up, especially this summer. Y'all have shown up in a way that I was not prepared for. Man, we just looked at the numbers this morning, and I will just say that y'all showed up. Y'all showed up in a way that I was not prepared for, that I'm still kind of floored by. <laughs> um, and I, I have to respond accordingly through content and through merch and really showing y'all how much we appreciate that shit. Um, this is be- starting to become a bigger podcast than I imagined. Um, you You hope for the best, but nobody just knows they're going to have a big thing mm-hmm. or nobody just knows what kind of success one way or the other is going to come from a thing and we're not there we, we're not there yet but the road to there has definitely been altered for the good um so i just want to thank everybody that has consistently broken the first two rules of fight club <laughs> um I, I I love it, and it's one of the reasons we want to hold off episode 100 so we can sh- we can show y'all and thank y'all in the best way possible. Absolutely. Um, and there's more to come, so keep buying merch. Consider the merch to be a charitable donation to us keeping this the best podcast we can possibly make it. Yes. There will be more. There will be more merch that I think reflects us and reflects what. And reflects what we think of y'all and reflects, you know, kind of our listenership. Um, We'll be back next week with more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, this has been episode 99 of Opinions Wild Black. J.J. Watt. Ah. I have been Oz. Still D. Randall. And as always, forever imparting. You got the shirts. Titties. Merch now available on opinionswildblack.threadless.com. <laughs>